guys. Welcome to another episode of MC Anime. MC here. So, this particular episode, we are doing Canvas Ex- Canvas Art Expedition. So, for Canvas Art Expedition, basically what this episode is going to be is simple. We're going to talk about how the Art side and canvases and expedition all go hand in hand. How you run it, how you set it up, the people that you want to be there to buy the product, which is the canvas with the finished art on the canvas. Also, for anyone that doesn't know what a canvas is, a canvas is just like a sheet of paper. It's white, but it's 3D. So it's basically, think of... A sheet of paper, a stack of notebook paper. You see that it has like multiple layers, or a canvas is like a white space 3D wise. And basically, people paint on it for the simple fact that a white piece of canvas is your best friend because you can create. Anything you want on the canvas, visualize how you want. You can do random colors together, actually paint Pacific colors. All of that is what you can do with it. And painting is a really interesting hobby for people because, you know, people sometimes do commissions, sell the art. That's where expeditions come into play. An art expedition usually has a gallery or an event and the space is like being paid to display the art and then sell the art. And you want as much people from the public to come to buy that. So you get profit based on the work you did in it, the time you put in it and the supplies. You also get a profit in the end. So let's say you do like a, a little mini canvas. You Get a commission for like, I don't know, $25. And it costs like paint, little stand, and little canvas costs about eight bucks. If you charge $25 for that little canvas with a little stand, and you do like a little mini, like five by five canvas, you can design a character, do like a portrait type of thing. And give it to the person who wanted it. And overall, you're not making a bad profit from a $25 investment when you only really did $8 into the project. Basically, you charge more than what you put the supplies and the time. So when you deliver the value for the art, just remember supplies, time, how long did it take you? All of that has to be considered when you do the pricing of any business. But let's go to the particular topic. How to set up a art expedition. So whatever you're displaying your own work, that of other people, holding an art expedition is very unique, enriching. You take a lot of experience with it. Uh, it's It can be a challenge because you have to bring 
uh, different elements to cohesive, meaningful uh, displays. Staging art on your own is essential to have a plan. Once you, you need to have a theme for the expedition. You need to start taking submissions from interested artists. So basically, go to the public, run like a, a mini art label to find people to do art for you. So it's just easier for you as the host to have it already planned out, to have it already being displayed. You know, and then you select a perfect venue, you build up the marketing buzz, and you allow the collection to be seen, appreciated as many po- as appreciated by many past people as possible. So basically, you want the public to go, do the art, give feedback, maybe even buy it. Because you know the that particular opening show, you kind of want to make an impression that people buy it. And then for so many weeks, you put it on display, and then people can still buy it after the initial premiere. So, fighting artwork to display. First, you have to choose a unifying theme. A good art expedition should be characterized by a prominent theme that ties the different pieces together and makes them feel like a part of a larger network or collective. Think about the message you want the expedition to convey. It can be an image or a phenomenon, a feeling or a certain visual technique. Okay, so let's say you have the more specific the better, because if you get a really specific theme, usually it's better to match the specific than generalize. Like if you do black and white, is general because it makes of an impact. Like isolation and womanhood can explore a far more interesting pairing of ideas. Black and white, you're very limited because there's not much imagination there. When you have like isolation and womanhood, you actually get the different resulting of different women, different backgrounds, different how they feel isolated, so that can actually mean different messages depending on the person who does the art. Now, you also have to consider giving it a name. You know, like, I don't know, let's say you want Neon Daydreams. You want to help generate attention and point clearly to the theme being presented. So if you, for example, Neon Daydreams, that is very unique, very catchy. It's a very interesting title. Because you want it to stand out and you want it to bring people in just by hearing that. It's like, oh, Neon Daydreams. That sounds really interesting. What is that about? So you really have to consider and putting this together have a unifying theme. And to be honest... It is really beneficial when you do this. So, step two. You have to select a very, your most impressive work. Pick out a few that's your best or most recent pieces to put on display. If you're holding a, a solo exhibit meant to highlight your own work, you need to have anywhere from like 10 to 30 individual pieces to show 
The theme of the exposition should be represent each production, so remember that. Once you choose a theme, it should match throughout each piece you display. Uh, spend the months leading up to the exposition creating original pieces that, that you can unveil the first time on opening night. First time is a is a big red flag with me. You have to make sure it's original, it's eye-catching, and it's not a reproduction of other art. You because art is very original pieces, original this. You want to display that and capture that feeling. And if it's brand new and fresh, you have a new audience because now it's the eyes of the beholder making it in a way to be have money value. You also want to plan on exhibiting more pieces of the work you do tends to be on the small side. So if you struggle with having lots of pieces, try to do more if to compensate for more pieces being shipped. There you go. The contacting people to do submissions. Well, you want to submit the art. So this works two ways. You either have the host or the organizer trying to get people to donate, or if you're running your own expedition and you are the artist or you know someone, get them contacted. See if they want to do some work. Give them commission. Maybe you know. Maybe they want to sell it. Who knows? This is an, a neat opportunity because art. When you sell it, you are a vendor. So. By asking around, they could be interested in doing the particular theme. Give them the theme, see if they can work with it, see that they have something to come into mind, and see if they can deliver that piece of work to your deep. Research into people in your area, whether they would be interested in taking part or coming to the event. Collaborative efforts can be a great opportunity for different arts, for different artists to showcase their art at the same event. This results in a more diverse and well-rounded display. You want to narrow your focus to artists who have a similar style or tend to produce works related to the theme you're presenting. Because continuity is key. As close to detail to continuity if you can, the better. Because of the simple fact you need the theme to match the title, you need the theme to be the attracting detail to bring people in. If it doesn't match, if it doesn't match, then you're going to say a freestyle art expedition. Meaning, anything goes, but there has to be Specified ahead of time for those events. Just keep that in mind. Uh, holding an expedition in conjunction with other orders will also allow you to split the cost of the venue, licensing expenses, framing, and promotional materials. So this can really be to your benefit. Split the fees, 
you know, licensing, making money, the permits, et cetera, et cetera. Because even the framing is expensive. Because when you frame it, you put it for display and want people to buy it. Like, you can buy a single canvas without a frame, but if you don't frame it, how are they going to display it, you know, most of the time? You know, you be sure to give other artists proper credit for the works they contributed. That's very important for giving credit because they're at the event. You ask them to be there. So just keep in mind that if they don't get the credit they deserve, then it could backfire on you. Just be careful. Ah, number four, work with different mediums. Your expedition doesn't have to be exclusively featuring paintings or sketches. Feel free to, you know, get work from photographers, sculptors, other types of visual artists. You want to have a wide-ranging selection of works. Collaborations of a dynamic atmosphere and give your patients more to enjoy. So diversify, diversify, diversify. The more different styles and the different mediums that you capture is a really interesting perspective because you're going to have different people from different backgrounds wanting different things. So having a variety really pays off in the end because people like different pieces of art. You know, it's just individual exploration. In general, it's best to stick with you can frame, hang, and sell. However, you might want to consider inviting poets or musicians to perform at the event, especially if their work complements the exposition's theme. So this is an interesting uh, way to do it. Um, Poets or musicians, usually it is sound art, so it's like rhythm and conveying your voice and sometimes instrumental. And that is a different way to confess to what the theme is, if it's neon daydreams again. You know, get someone that conveys, I don't know, a, a neon musician group and those singing songs about freedom and living out your dreams. You know, something like that can be, like, really good to have. And it just it, it captures a different feeling of the event. But just keep that in mind because you don't really know until it might be useful. Also, you have to consider this. When people make canvases, they want to capture individual freedom, intrinsic values. They want to design it in a way that captivates with um, the audience who is buying it because art is eyes of the beholder. You buy it because you like what you see. That's simple answer to what art is. Art is anything that is giving a different meaning or even conveying a visual message like a picture a drawing, all of that is art. Sculpting, you know, make it puppets, even visual design. 
all of that has to be considered. So organizing the event. So now you have done all these steps to finding artwork to display, but now you're wondering about the organization. Well, here you go. First, always have a set time and date. This is very important because guess what? A time, a date, basically tells them where it is and when it is. First, you want to advertise the venue with this as well. Uh, organizing requires an ex exhaustive amount of coordination. You need to be realistic with the time frame you impose on yourself. You want to start planning the event at least two to three months in advance to give yourself plenty of time to get prepared. If possible, choose a date near the weekend when people be off and working, looking for things to do around town. So it's very important that if you do schedule it, let's say you do November 2nd, 2023. If you do November 2nd, 2023, if that particular day is a Wednesday, that's the middle of the week. So you don't want to necessarily do it when it's not high time. The weekend, People off from work, they're not doing the Monday to Friday schedule, like full-time schedule people do. And they want to do stuff. And going to an art exhibit is one such activity that could be fun to do and look at different pieces and hang out with people. You know, socialize, talk about a common interest. That is really important. Uh, avoid scheduling the expedition on around holidays that might force you to compete for the attention of the public. If you're holding an art exhibit, don't host it like the day before 4th of July or Easter or St. Patrick's Day. Because St. Patrick's Day, you're going to have Irish festivals. You're going to have all the pubs open around town having specials. All this other stuff. You know, 4th of July. People are going to have cookouts. More socials are going to help than a particular art gallery. Because unless the art gallery is going to be a cookout, I don't really see... I mean, if it's a cookout, it might attract people. I don't know. But just you, you just have to plan around holidays because you don't want to compete with other stuff going on. And also, always remember... To look at other dates in the community, what they're doing on specific days, choose a day that doesn't have as much, because then you can maybe, who knows, get more people, because that particular day is busy and... You're opening observing a venue and advertising. Because if you're going to everything, and when you do the advertising, know where it is. They can't find you. What's the point? You're going to get them to show up in the time frame. You want them to be. Get the event. It's more difficult.
because one obvious uh, studio on Galilee Space. But keep in mind, units in like a studio or a gallery, but just No, they are in your their space to a track people that a public space that interacts with customers every day. Think about it. The restaurant already has tables. All you really need to do is use the tables in a way that displays the art. The tables is a free space, so you, all you really need is have a, a canvas holder, put it on the table, and then you can also change the tables to, like, have a circle or a square and just let people come in and have, you know, even restaurant, they provide food, so... They can eat, drink, you know. That's also a good idea, too. Because then you have to worry about food expense. Just keep in mind, refreshments, you always want that. At least a little area ahead of time. Make sure the location you choose is clean. You want lots of light, large enough to comfortably hold all the art you plan to display. If the space is too small and you have so much art, that feels cramped, you ain't going to have a good event because people might run into it, knock it down. You want the space to, like, this is this art, this is this art, and you want to have enough space where they, let's say five people show up. They can all view it because they have an open space to view it. Because, you know, let's say you each art is like this spaced out like seven feet away from each other. You're given a walking space to appreciate what's being displayed. Now, there you go. Price your artwork for sale. You know, you say uh, the event, like, let me say it's Vanity, 2016. Uh, you do the display you, know, you do the place, the time, the event. That's fine. Like Vanity. What do you think of Vanity? Vanity is beauty and how you look. So this could be someone, like a woman, making makeup or something. And you put the time, and then you say what type of canvas it is, how many inches. In the lower left corner, you put the price. People want to know how much it is. If they want to buy it, they're going to have to know that. So it's like a price tag. Give like the description, the, the what it's called, the event title. But also, you into the other corner, who is the artist? Who is the company that made it? That's, impo that's important because that's free advertising. Uh, the goal of the expedition is not just to showcase on the work, but you want to sell it. You know, once you have the pieces to put on display, 
you can think of how much you want to charge for it. Try to set prices that are fair to both you and the buyer. You want to take into consideration like the medium, the technical complexity, the labor that went into producing the piece. So the medium can be, if it's a sculpture, that's a lot of time, you know, crafting it, making it look like the certain shape you want. Um, it's very complex because there's a lot of details that you have to rig out. You have to make the arm, you have to make the hair, you have to get the position that you're doing, what they're doing in it, you know, stuff like that. Uh, labor. When you make it a sculpture, <laughs> that's a lot of labor-intensive hours because the simple fact that you put hours and hours into making that into an actual piece of art. Just like ice sculptures. They have to sizzle and put out blocks of ice to capture whatever the uh, piece that you want to display for the time. You know, if you're collaborating with other artists, you have to work with them to come up with prices for the pieces they'll contribute to. So not only do you have to come up with prices for your own stuff, the people that give you stuff, they're not like actually there. They want you to sell it for them. You have to coordinate with them to see how much they want and how much they want to charge. And you also want to consider uh, sometimes they do bids, sometimes they do a flat rate, and sometimes they can do an offer. It just depends how it's all set up. Not everyone will be afford a full-size painting on an original photograph. That's why it's a good idea to keep less expensive items on hand, such as smaller books, sketching, print reproductions that you can sell for a lower price. You want people to feel included with various backgrounds and price flexibility, too. Just remember that. You know, print reproduction, you know, public domain, the starry night, maybe someone wants a little reproduction of that. You know, it's just stuff like that. They know it. They already know the iconic image. And also, you want to create promotional materials. This is pretty important. So if you put a poster up or a flyer or a pamphlet or one-page uh, ads, well, guess what? You have to put, uh, let's just do MC Anime Art Expo. There you go. That's the title. What is it? Um, we're gonna have it on. Let's do October fifteenth. We all want to do fall festival. That's a thing. We are having. P.M. in the morning. Expect the public to come in. Watch. Have refreshment from Camille Night. It's different commission projects that are collaborated with other people. Now you want to say MC Anime Studios. You want to say where it is. Uh, we're in unit. We're in Suite E in the Fox Street building. 
Give me one to say Fox Street. Yorkville by Jerry. You know, you want to do something that's like related to, you want the name? What type of expedition is it? The date? The time frame? Where the event venue is? Address, unit, all that stuff you need. Then you need the street, all that stuff. Um, be sure to include like key details like the time and date, the venue, the dress code. Dress code is really important. You could be like semi-professional, business professional, uh, casual attire. It really is it like really fancy suit, tie, dress, stuff like that. Or if it's like casual jeans, nice shirt, you know, no pajamas, no workout outfit. You know, stuff like that. You kind of want to dress up for the event. You want people to feel like they're going to something good. An entrance cost, if applicable. Uh, not every time you have to pay for an event. I know free events do have a, a big attraction for people. But if you have to do entrance fees, maybe if it's like, I don't know, very expensive, maybe like a dollar, maybe for an entry fee. At least you can cover some of the uh, expenses to wait. If your expedition is like a high profile event, you might want to do a press release or an interview with a local newspaper. Because this is really important. You want the press to be involved, you want the free exposure of Because, you know, the local news. People watch it. They book for new events. You know, it's a really promotional item on TV. People watch that. You know, a newspaper app really does help. It does put you out there and it actually provides decent advertising. You know, you want to, and then once you do that, you can post your advertisements in like the local university, the art school, coffee shop, club. Even the community, Thornton, supermarket. Like, think of all the ways that flyers, a word of mouth spread to the event awareness. Because not everyone's going to watch the news now. Not everyone's going to be on social. You're going to get that post that, you know, these flyers. Ooh, that seems really interesting. They take a picture of it or they write it down. And they say, ooh, this might catch my interest. You know, you can also mail out photo cards with the artist, with artist bio and samples of their work, personal identification. You know, stuff like that really does help, like an newsletter or a marrying sample. Get the word out there. Now, you know, you have to get the word. Let people around know that you have an expedition in the world. Simply as posting on Instagram. All you really need to do the free advertising, post it as a picture so the uh, whatever NCMA studios at this time at NCMA 
you know, all of that you have to consider. Hey, MC Anime fans, we are having this event. Please come out and support us at this event. Here's the Instagram post. You know, this might involve making an announcement and personal post the event your social media account. In some cases, you may even be able to collaborate with the venue. Read to a larger audience through the website, press releases, or official advertisements. For example, social media like Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr is a great way to preview work for the upcoming show. Social media is free to person. Any time you have social media, advertise yourself out there. You don't know until someone looks at see the portfolio you built up, or even promoting what you're selling or promoting what's at the art expo, the MC Anime Expo, as this. We're doing this project from this curator. Ooh, look at this. Demon Slayer commission food, fan art, you know, etc., etc. You want to capture that emotion. This is great previews for you also can have your friends, family, classmates, or co-workers spread the news about your explanation like word of mouth. Word of mouth is a, still a great advertisement. It's on the community. You're, then you're also able to spread awareness. When is it? How are you going to do it? All the stuff. There you go. We have done how to find how to find artwork or display it. To organizing the event to actually now uh, carrying out a, a successful expedition. You want to ask for a helping hand. You know, enlist the aid of volunteers, professionals like movers, framers, lighting experts. You have an easier time cleaning, art drop off, pick up, getting the necessary equipment in place for place, and keep an eye on the artwork that's been stolen. You know, Having a crew to help set you up really does make it so successful, especially volunteers. You do not have a volunteer. And you, volunteers is a great way to get one of this, you know, the front desk. And I'll pamphlet. Guiding people if they have any questions. All of that is something to consider. I, you know, two size, you know, five to 13 volunteers, depending on how big it is. Uh, you, you know, who can be a burden? Can ease the burden trying to do everything yourself instead of the event goes without it. In addition to movies, it also might be good to hire a photo. photograph, photographer, or videographer to capture the event film, a band, or a DJ to provide subtle music. A stuff unit, you know, because having moments actually does move the mood, delegate old tasks and responsibilities to the volunteers to take care of any last situation, you know, setting up the rope to make sure people don't get too close and care with the art or the guidelines the art place. Here you go, set that up. Your first order of business. Is getting the artwork mounted and situated properly. 
You can fine-tune the lighting to make sure that each piece is well-lit and plainly visible. Now you also, okay, so lighting is a really big effect. Um, lighting really does impact the art. Because if you see in bright light, uh, you see it better. You see it in clear detail. You don't want dull light. You want to, like, bright. You see everything on it. You don't want dark light. It kind of brings it down. Also, sometimes certain bright lights might be as good because they make it look different. Different lights have a different light. Tinted color. You can change the appearance slightly. You already know that, like, black light and all of that can really make it look weird. like glowing in the dark. And, you, know, you just have to be careful about how it looks. You know, even if you're doing lighting, you can also capture special uh, special lights that actually do certain things to, like a spotlight. What to display the American flag. You want to envision how you envision the viewer interact within the room, a final light out that fulfills its purpose. The theme of your expedition should be reflected on the floor plan or an installation of an institutional expression, oppression. For example, you put up signs or ropes to restrict and control your guests' movement. Like, you want to guide them through it. You don't want them to get too close. So if you put up the ropes or signs, tell them, you know, no photography. Uh, you know, no food, drinks. Please stay away, like, five feet away. You know, admire the art. Contact us. If you're interested in buying the art, stuff like that. And you don't want to, don't forget to designate a place for meet and greet. Merchandise, tables, or any other resource you think you need. Meet and greet. People go meet each other. Hi, my name is Felicia. My name is Foxy. Nice to meet you. You know, you do want to have the initial, uh, what we call, hospitality needs. People like meeting other people. It's socialization. You engage. You put yourself out there. And you know, who knows? They run at each other. They exchange business cards or phone numbers. That could happen at these events. It's a, it's a social gathering. So you want those resources put there for them to meet. Merchandise, you know, celebrating the event. Sure, hats, keychains. All of that can be souvenirs or, you know, pamphlets, you know, the resources that you use. Here's the program for tonight. Look it over. This is all the different art on display. You know, it's located over here. You can contact this person to, to buy it. You want to engage with the public. As visitors begin arriving, make sure yourself is available to answer questions and describe the artwork that awaits them. This is very important. You want to make yourself known. So people know exactly who you are. You're the creator or the host of the event. You want to be... Say, hey, my name is Foxy. I'm, yeah, I made this event possible. Thank you for being here for so much. 
I really appreciate you coming out. You know, all this stuff you have to keep aware of. That is really welcoming, good customer service. It really makes it refreshing. The most exciting part is the most, for most artists, is what gives you the opportunity to meet people who will be buying, critiquing your artwork, discuss the finer points of the style, shed light on your creative process. Because it gives them an inside look into the piece that you created. So if the artist is there, they can say, yeah, I designed this piece. Oh, I really like that. The shading here really captures the feeling of the melancholy and the dread that you put into the picture. You know, if you have pieces on display yourself, be sure to stay close to it so you can easily be identified as the artist. Uh, art expeditions or social events at their core. So don't be afraid to socialize having a good time. Now, this is also important. For these types of events, the light refreshments, light, awful light refreshments. You want a, you know, basic drinks, basic snacks. You know, people might get a little hungry. You know, don't get like a four-course dinner, but make it light. Make it easy to manage. The stuff, you know, stuff that's like easy to use that you can give to people. They can snack on cookies or they snack on the muffins. You know, whatever you want to bring out, make sure, you know, you have the ingredients listed and all this stuff, stuff too. Provide a few foods and beverages to your guests as they enjoy the expedition. Simple offerings like cheese, fruit, finger sandwiches, wine will be enough in most cases. Now, if you're expecting a large crowd, you might spring for a cocktail shrimp, miniature quenches, hummus, and other substantial crowd pleasers. You know, like the rest of the expedition, your menu should be planned with the venue in mind. That's always a must. As well as the mood you're attempting to set, casual or formal, and expect it turn out. So let's say you have a venue. And you're in the mountains somewhere. You don't want to have seafood necessarily. You want to have something that's like wilderness or, you know, a cookout. Maybe, I don't know, a steak. You don't want to have a steak either because you don't want to be too expensive. More established art dollars will sometimes cover the cost of catering at big events. This is not always guaranteed, but also know that if you don't have catering, you can just simply get someone to make a finger food that can last and be a good turn-up for the event. Because you want people to have fun. You want people to interact with you. You know, you, you just want them at the event to feel peace of mind, talk about the art, talk about how they, you know, how the individual artists did the art, how did they go about making it, how did they create this piece. Let's say, for example, the NC Anime Studio had a, a giveaway. We're just going to do a giveaway. We have a raffle event. You go to the event. It's a free, it's free admission. You have a raffle going on. You enter your name, and the raffle is a fruit basket with some of the merchandise 
MC Anime posters, shorts, and a uh, oh, there you go, a concert. We have two tickets to this uh the MC Anime DJ event going on next week. And I was like, ooh, music, yay! You do the you enter the raffle, and you know additional stuff like that can be good depending on people being it. You, you know, it's not like you're panic. It's not. A, it's not a party. It's a viewing. It's a showing. You want to show off the art. You know, not. I don't know if you you showboating basically. You saying, "Here's the art. Please enjoy." You know, I hope you have a nice night. Please know if you have any questions or concerns. Please let us know. You know, this really goes a long way. I really like art galleries for this. Especially canvases. You know, I collect canvases myself. They do really well. I'm not going to lie. You know, even though mine has been like yard sale, goodwill. But going to a gallery is, you know, fun. Because you have the description of the art, the title, the name of the artist, the price. You know... You have the you know the title of the event, the theme. It's really cool to read it, see what it's about, you know, any background information related to it. And then you have what we call free discussion. Free discussion is just basically people expressing how they feel, how they liked it, or you know, they just talk about it. You know, you're sharing this uh, event with other people, and it's good to talk about it. Let people know this cactus over here is so amazing. Like, the sculpture is, like, beyond anything I imagined. It's like polka dots. It's colorful. There's a way to make a great centerpiece. On my desk at home. I can just put it right on the mantle. It'll fit with everything. That I want to display. For people in my home. You know stuff like that. You want to capture different things. That match to the theme of the event. You know. It's really simple. Because you, know, you had the photo expedition. You want to have like. High value prints. You know, and you don't have to sell your artwork. You can also have just display it. You don't have to necessarily sell it. It can just be free advertising at the event. You know, it's now also original art that's not for sale, but prints, however, can be offered since you don't want to mislead people to think they're paying for the original. They're paying for reproductions. Just remember, if you use reproductions, they have to know up front that it's reproduction, meaning it's a previous version of that art. You know, every venue is different. Some galleries allow plenty of time. Others give you a very small window. A small example of like 10 to 20 pieces can be set up in the afternoon by one person. If the space and the artworks are ready to go, that needs attention or, or to a space isn't ready, double or triple the time, 60 more or less 
seven little pieces would take two days to set up. Take more time and more helpers for the pieces that vary greatly in size. Style would take more to plan, but you should go. It's it's interesting because there's different ways to set it up. I don't know. It's you want a good immediate smooth illumination, given a cozy atmosphere, good light for each art piece. Do not pile too many in the same space. You want to space it out. You know, give each other a certain space. Also, soft music can be a good stage. Here you go. You in the art gallery. You just hear like light jazz music in the background. And you, you know, it's smooth music. The atmosphere feels nice. All these art pieces are on display. You with your you with your friends and let's say you're art enthusiasts. Well guess what? You can go around and ooh, I really like this piece. What is this about? Ooh, I really like how they you know, that that person in the background seems like they don't know what they're doing, but they're coming near him. What? You know, you want to capture and talk about the individual pieces because that's really what an art show is about. Talk about the art, you discuss the main points, discuss what you like. I was like, I don't know about this one. I don't know what this means. You know, people also have different interpretations of what the art means, too. It's also good to because art is one aspect that I can say that people will have different opinions based on what they see. Because it's not like they have a story to like and like dive into. They just have a piece of visual aid. So visual aid can be interpreted in different ways. That's why I like art so much. Art is a process of unique creativity, individual exploration, Expression, self-expression, freedom to express what you feel and put it onto a canvas and let it actually overall be what you want it. So this concludes the particular episode of NCM. Now, with that in mind... I hope you enjoy this particular feeling of NC Anime in this particular episode. Don't forget that we are on popular networks like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Music, Our Heart Radio, not Hot Music, um, and Amazon Music. So this is where you can find us. Don't forget to uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, blog NC Anime. We have the NC Animators tiers already set up. So, you know, exclusive Patreon posts, original content, access to content, polls, all this different uh, various things. Well, thank you and enjoy.